Shut up and sit down. Hi, I'm Corbin. And I'm Katie. And we are the, the Vagabonds. Two best friends adventuring through the world of lady stuff, one episode at a time. We don't give medical advice, and we don't seek for anyone other than ourselves. We're just recording conversations we'd be having at bars anyway. Hi. Hello, hey, my friends. friends. What up? We're here. Again. Yay. And we have... I guess a friend. You, know you, you got to be a little bit more excited than that. We're excited. It's dreary outside, but yeah. I'm it very excited. Dreary. All right. It is a rainy day in Iowa City. That's fine. But we have a guest with us. Woo-hoo. Hello, everyone. Who is that? Mackenzie Thayer's here. Bear, bear, bear. Finally. Yay. She's um, a classmate of ours. Yep. She's and dear friend. An OB gyne with us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's going to OB. She's awesome. Pretty cool. It's my first podcast appearance ever. It's a good one. I'm pretty excited. Good one to lose your podcast virginity on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The vagabonds. Yeah. Um, Doesn't get better than this. Can I just say that your guys' like, intro, the music, it really gets me pumped up. I know. Like, yeah. I'm, I feel ready. Well, how best. do you feel about the shut up and sit down? No, I, I kind of, I feel good about it. You feel good yeah, about it? Okay. I do. Good. I'm I glad. do too. It's very. It fits with my personality, though. Yeah. There was a bit of a debate in there the beginning was about there? It was me, whether tell that me was too something or other. Aggressive. Aggressive. Nah. I'm aggressive though, so it fits. Uh, yeah. I feel like. <laughs> so Dave recently said that he added himself to the website, which is good. But I think that we should like he should just record a like I'm Dave and like put it right after we say I'm Corbin and I'm Katie. <laughs> <laughs> just guess, like and I'm Dave I just like what that. In. this morning um Katie and I and our um significant, significant others. others got brunch oh yeah it was Where? really good the salt fork kitchen oh you guys were talking about that it's so, so freaking it was good. awesome yeah it was yeah. good it was very Iowa very good um what do you mean very Iowa like 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 lots of pork very like small town uh, like home gr- it was like it's all cooked. grown in their like little garden thing right yeah it's they all have, locally sourced yeah and and it's like felt like your, it was your grandma's kitchen kind of and we walked in and like everyone like knew someone there already and like yeah it was just funny where is this place sad. it's all in okay so yeah this morning uh in uh, Andrew, uh, my significant other, said, Katie's feisty after we got Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. And I yeah, like, yeah. He was being very... Um, she is feisty. Yeah. Uh, what was he... What's the word for it? Anyway, I asked him if he wanted to fight me. Contrarian? Like yeah. That's just kind of who he is. Yeah, and I asked him if he wanted to fight me like three times. And, he, yeah. and then at one <laughs> point he was why. like, do you want to fight me? And he's like, okay, Andrew's like 6'5", and like, yeah. he's just like a giant person. And he's like a big guy. And I was like... I'll fight anyone. Like <laughs> I have like no self-preservation instinct. Like I will fight you no matter how much bigger than you are than I am. And Adam was just like, "Yeah, she doesn't know when to stop." <laughs> I was like, I know. "You're like that little the little dog." He wasn't saying yeah. it in a negative way. I think he likes feisty. Yeah, I but, just you can't give me shit. Yeah, we like feisty. Mm-hmm. Feisty uh, makes the world go around. It does. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we gotta do our icebreaker. Yeah. 
uh, Polar Bear on the Ice. Uh, so this is the portion of the episode where I guess what was uh, Mackenzie's high school band instrument. Mm. So Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> um well here's the thing uh mackenzie's super cool so it has to be something super cool like a i was thinking maybe a keytar or something how'd you know (laughs) (laughs) just have a sixth sense for these things uh i want to know somebody who plays the keytar uh i'm gonna go with trombone no unfortunately Uh. i'm not that cool i wish i did play the keytar but it was actually the violin Mm. Good times. Mm-hmm. Good times. I'm now zero for two, so it's all right. It's we, won't, we won't talk about it. Moving on. Yeah. We'll <laughs> <move> on. <laughs> um, now I'll do mine. Okay. So, what's your favorite color? Don't tell me. I gotta guess it. Think about it. Okay. Okay. I've got it in my um, head. Blue. That's my guess. Nope. It's green. Okay. Well, Corbin and I both suck at guessing. So. Um. Uh. As an aside, Katie, did you pick up my spare key from your? No. From my, oh. Gotta get it. I made it in your favorite color. What? Red. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Red. A it's blue red. key. It's red? Yep. Oh, a green <laughs> key. A red key. <laughs> That's not my favorite color. <laughs> uh, have it, we told that story on the podcast yes. yet? Okay. Oh, have we? Okay. Yes, oh, everything I, I own is red. Except, here's the thing. There wasn't a green key option. There was yeah. just like a red and other keys, so I just thought it'd be funny to get her a red that one. That is hilarious, and I love it a lot. Anyway. I need to get it, though. We but, have... um. Maybe we should talk about the the next bit of podcast business, which is that we're 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 selling merch. We're gonna be, yeah, we're yeah. working on merch. That we've so we've exciting. added a page yeah. to the website mm-hmm. uh, with some things like t-shirts and mugs and thing with with uh, with various versions of uh, Katie and Corbin uh, as uteruses. Yeah. yeah, on the uh, on the website. If you want to support the podcast. Go on over there and get yourself a uh, a bit of merchandise. Yeah. Um, all of the, we're not, I don't think we're gonna get rich on this, but whatever we do get <laughs> will go towards the show. Yeah. Like uh, things like hosting and yeah. uh, website stuff, and yeah. I don't know whatever else. Yeah. We Improving. Need to, improvements. One day we hope to have of, a live show, so oh, maybe yeah. it'll oh, go towards sponsoring the live show. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm a fan of the baseball tee style. That's what are, are those available? Yeah, that's the, what we the have. Raglan. Yeah. The Raglan. Mm, I didn't know that okay, that's perfect. what it was called, but Raglan. The yeah, the yep. one with like different the colored dark sleeves. sleeves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I feel good about that. I do too. I have to get myself one. So head on over there. The Vagabonds. <laughs> the vagabonds.blueberry. What is it? Nope. The vagabondspodcast.blueberry.com slash store. Blueberry is spelled B L U. We got to do something B-R-R-Y. about this. We need to do, yeah. yeah. What happened with that? What's with the blueberry? It's a, it's it's a, company. a podcast it's a, hosting site. Ah, yeah. uh, got it. Maybe got we need it. to we get ourselves a, a Squarespace or we something. We need to make a no, bit, no, no. We'll a just, bit, you know, like a, a mini. We'll just set up link. a. Uh, we'll we'll we'll. Oh, like a. We'll proxy. set up our own yeah. URL. I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll take care of that. Well, what, this is the good. part of the sh- where we discuss the business of the yeah. show. Yeah, this is behind the scenes. But behind first, scenes. slightly unrelated. Yes. Is it? Are you guys team uteruses or team uteri? Mm. Oh, uteri a, because okay. it's uteri, because it's Greek. Or, I mean, no, it's Latin, and Latin the plural is i oh i'm glad i i'm glad i chose i, I mean i correctly. heard it both ways i you know whatever people want well, to say. the I other way is wrong 
so as but someone who took Latin in college, like I'm just is it? I mean, it I don't know though. I've heard uteruses even by no, like health professionals. By people so. who took Latin though, because yeah, perhaps not. Okay. So here's you want to hear a fun Latin joke. So uh, Spartan, no. wa- Spartan no. walks into a bar, a bar, and he says, "I'll have a Martinez." And the bartender says, "You mean a martini?" And he says, "No, I don't want a double." Ha 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 ha! Wow. Because the I makes it plural. Yeah. This is why people tune into podcasts. My the, mom loves that joke. For the good, for the great, sweet, sweet. Are you going to tell that jokes. one on the interview trail if I you should. get asked? to tell a joke mm-hmm. no yes i don't know no if you're but asked to tell a joke you should use it okay sounds Alrighty. Good. not that it's a particularly good joke but it is a good joke i think it's the fact that you have a joke ready at hand will be important i have it's a true. i have a my favorite joke which is probably worse <laughs> i don't know if you guys want to hear it or not i feel like i have to tell it now though okay well yeah no okay. you built it up so why does santa claus wash his clothes in tide <laughs> Let me think about this. Yeah, you gotta give me a minute. Okay. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not good at guessing mm. jokes at all. I'm usually pretty good at this, but this one's not. I coming can't to think me today. of. Does Tide have a slogan? Mm. I can't think of what it is. If they do, do you give up? I give up. I give up. Cause it's too cold out, Tide. <laughs> I don't get that. Nope. It's no. not he washes my favorite. his clothes inside because it's too cold out, Tide. <laughs> Sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> I laugh so hard I every time I tell it. that joke. You don't get it? Like outside, outside, out tide, inside, inside outside. outside. Yeah, I mean, I get that it's like outside, <laughs> it's just, but I still don't get like. It's just really bad. Okay. Okay, cool. So it's funny because wow. I, 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 I mean, bad in a good way. <laughs> I love corny jokes, though. Oh, we hadn't noticed. <laughs> we were So we were at a wedding, me and Adam were recently, and the MCs for the reception tried to do this thing like for like releasing tables to go get food and one of them was like you had to answer a joke or like a you know like a joke riddle like laugh taffy joke and i like totally shouted it out like as soon as they read it and everyone was like oh my gosh how do you know that and i was like well when i worked at the pool we would and it was raining outside we would sit in the back and read all the laffy taffy jokes off the back of the laffy taffies classic it's the best i hate it when the like dj gets like way too creative at weddings i I don't know it just is well so the funny thing is it wasn't a dj it was like two of the groom's friends who Mm. we actually like were two of the only people i knew at this wedding and one of them is the most awkward person i've ever met in my life like he's so awkward like if you have a conversation with it and i was like what possessed you to pick this person to do this job because (laughs) i like do not understand why you did that it was interesting but yeah let's jump in Shall we talk about what we're here to talk about? Jumping on in. Should we? We should come up with transition music from our banter to our oh topic. All right, yeah. consider it done. That way, if All people right. want to just like listen to the the meat of it, they can like you know fast forward. But who doesn't want to listen to the banter? Yeah. You know, I think the banter is mm, the haters. But all the haters. Yeah, yeah I suppose. So I'm here today to talk about some pretty, pretty interesting stuff, I think. Um, we'll see. Yeah. You know, I you also, guys will have to let me know. I also think. Because I think so, too. That's why we invited yeah. her here. However, the, the f- our fellow vagabonds can let us know what they think. Yeah. yeah. Give us your feedback. Anyway. Um, so as you guys know, I was on my family planning rotation recently before this interview business started. And... Well, first, should we tell them what 
family planning is. Seems so like a good idea. Everyone yeah. knows. Yeah. So family planning is basically the subject of OBGYN that relates to relate replates relates to uh, contraception and abortion services. Um, basically, planning a family, if you will. Or planning not to have a family. Or planning not to have a family. But yeah. planning. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, it's. It was definitely an awesome rotation, um, but there were a number of, you know, legislative changes while I was on the rotation, and it got me really interested in, you know, abortion care and abortion rights, and so I just wanted to talk a little bit about it with you guys today. Um, so, s- sort of some historical background for our listeners. Um, our Governor Terry Branstad signed into law... Um, the Senate file. Yeah, we we won't get it. We won't go further into that. Um, In May, uh, that basically stated there would need to be a 72-hour waiting period in between abortion counseling and the actual abortion procedure. Um, It also introduced various um, counseling requirements that weren't before um, required and um, put a limit on when abortion procedures could be performed and that they couldn't be performed after 20 weeks post-fertilization age. Um, Which I should point out. So the way that we date pregnancies is post-menstrual age. So like if you say that you're 20 weeks post-menstrual age, it means that you're actually only 20, 18 weeks post-fertilization date because... Um, it's just like easier to tell. I think we might have talked about. Yeah, this we before. talked about the cycle. But it's like obviously it's easier to tell before you like knew when ovulation was. It's easier to tell when the first day of your last period was, just like from a clinical standpoint. So that's right. how we date pregnancy. So pregnancies actually aren't forty weeks full term. They're actually thirty eight post fertilization weeks. Right. Is full term, but anyway, but we just use forty and post menstrual because yeah. it's easier. Because if you remember from our, we have a. I forget which one it. Which episode? Maybe when we were talking about contraception. Yeah, it might have been that one. Um, ovulation happens, we think, around day 14, mm-hmm. more or less. So, yeah. AKA two weeks yep. after your, this day one of your period. So, what this legislation did was introduce a ban on abortions after 20 weeks post fertilization, which is 22 weeks post menstrual. Yeah. Which I would like to point out that is that's important because people get their anatomy scans at 20 weeks. And sometimes it doesn't actually happen at 20 weeks and it happens more towards 21 weeks and 22. And that's when you find out if there's any like lethal or like large organ um, anomalies. And so it's that's why it's important. Those dates are important. Right. Definitely. Yep. So what was good after all this happened was that we were immediately granted a stay um, by the Iowa Supreme Court saying that this would not go into effect um, until it had been heard by the court systems. However, Katie, I know you oh, were yeah. on the rotation at this time. And yeah. Kind of talk so this about came out in May, right? Yeah. yeah. So I was on family planning in May and um, so this came. OK, so this bill got signed on a Friday morning at eight o'clock and because of the way the bill is written the new requirements for counseling um, required counseling from the health and human services department which hadn't been written yet and so basically no one knew 
what well and then so Planned Parenthood sued the state as soon as um the bill was signed and that's why we got an injunction on the bill but um so basically like we canceled clinic that day because no one knew what the counseling should be and because it hadn't been written yet which is just ridiculous and then um also like no one knew if like the injunction was going to go through if they're going to grant it like all this stuff so um yeah that was like a crazy time to be on that rotation and we weren't sure because this was like right in the middle of my rotation I think like my first or second week and so we weren't sure like what the rest of my rotation was going to look like and then um we also was like unfortunate because we also you know Iowa City is one of the only places in Iowa that perform surgical abortions and so um we had a lot of patients that come from a long ways away and like they we had to cancel their appointments and like make them for the next week which is just more annoying and um but yeah so we had no idea what was gonna happen and then yeah luckily we they the district court granted the stay right first uh no it was the it went to the iowa supreme court the district court did not grant it oh but -hmm. i thought they did until they could hear it they did oh, not okay. gotcha anyway they planned to hear it but they didn't they were not the ones oh, that granted the stay, stay. Okay, gotcha. it went to the iowa supreme court and gotcha. they were the ones that did okay um so then when i was actually on my research rotation and i was handing out some surveys at planned parenthood this was back in july uh, that's when the court case was heard by the polk county district court and so then there was this kind of time between july and october that we didn't really know what was going to happen um and then in october on october 2nd um the district court judge ruled that this law did not place an undue burden on women and that it was legitimate and just a fine law. Um, Immediately, obviously, Planned Parenthood appealed to the Iowa Supreme Court, and they also, again, filed for an injunction. And luckily they were granted this stay at the end of October the 24th I believe because if they had not been granted that um, this would have gone into effect where there would have to have been a 72-hour waiting period in between the counseling and procedure so luckily that was granted now we're just at this point where we're waiting for the Iowa Supreme Court to hear the case and that won't be sometime until sometime in 2018. So again, we're kind of in this limbo period waiting. Um, so that's kind of the background of everything that's, you know, happened. And I just wanted your guys' opinions on, you know, it's kind of hard to separate as future OBGYNs, you know, what our thoughts are. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you can kind of think from the other side, you know, what are the pros and cons to this? And then, you know, going forward and looking at, you know, is this going to be beneficial for anyone? Is this going to be harmful for anyone? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. so I guess I have two thoughts. Um, I guess my, I guess full disclosure, putting out my, you know, own thoughts here. When, when we think about women who seek abortions, um, these laws often, you know, they, Obviously, they're att- you know aimed to make make it so that more women can't seek abortions, mm-hmm. and I think one thing that the casual observer doesn't necessarily realize is that laws like this 
disproportionate not only target all women but disproportionately target women who are have low incomes who are or who have um yeah who have low incomes or lower resources because for instance you know one one reason why a lot of women for instance will miss the cutoff date of seeking an abortion is because they're not able to get the money together to pay for an abortion Mm -hmm. Um, abortion is not a inexpensive procedure I, uh, so, I mean, it could cost, you know, over a thousand dollars if you're getting a surgical abortion and that's not, that's, I mean, that wouldn't be easy for me to get together. That wouldn't be, that's not easy for a lot of women to get together. Mm-hmm. And also, also take the time off work. Well, too. that's, yeah, that's what that, I was, yeah, okay. I was going there. Sorry. Um, so it's transportation issues. Yeah. Take mm-hmm. the time off work, get the, you know, especially in a place like Iowa where it's mm-hmm. largely rural, um, yeah, how are you going to get there? Who's going to pay for gas? Um, yeah. And if you have to, if the 72 hour waiting period comes up, that's two days off of work, not just one day off of right, work. Right. And, and if you don't live here, that's two days of travel to Iowa City or Des Moines. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So doubles your cost in every way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, I guess to look at, a, you know, the I think the maybe from someone who doesn't have as much of a dog in this fight if you will or um some might say oh what's the big deal of getting giving someone time to wait to think about it Mm -hmm. one i think we have to keep in mind that this law was not really passed to give people time to wait and think about it it was passed to prevent women from receiving abortions yeah i mean that's just i think the honest truth of the motive behind of it behind it but definitely to decrease the number in general of women that are getting abortions right i mean i guess that's yeah in a in my opinion you know yeah yeah i guess you can't for sure speculate on people's motives the people who wrote it that's definitely yeah that's what they were trying to get at (laughs) but and that's why all these quote-unquote pro-lifers i'll call them pro-birthers um you know are are for it because it prevents women from getting abortions Mm -hmm. and uh i mean nobody i don't think just like haphazardly seeks an abortion you know what i mean no one just like strolls up to planned parenthood is like i was kind of thinking about getting an abortion i guess there's a planned parenthood right here i'll just get it it'll be super easy you know what i thought would be great today an abortion right like Mm -hmm. nobody does that like people every person i've ever met you know, it's their life and they're making a decision for their own life and they should have the right to make that decision. Mm-hmm. And no, I've never met a single person who doesn't take that decision seriously. Yeah. James. And I think another people, another thing that people don't realize is that even women that are showing up that maybe haven't a hundred percent made up their minds or, you know, are still kind of considering their options they don't end up getting the procedure that day anyway. Nope. The counseling, yeah. exactly. The counseling is so rigorous and they are informed in every way possible about what their options are. And if there is any doubt in their mind at that time, then the physician is not going to go through with the procedure. And that's right. from everything that I've witnessed on the rotation and in other yeah. experiences that I've seen. Yeah. So growing up, like I grew I mean, Corbin and I have said this before, but we both grew grew up in conservative Northwest Iowa. Like I grew up like in the church, like very pro-life, very like if you have an abortion, you're like the worst kind of person. And 
Um, I feel like the rhetoric that's kind of spewed is that like abortion providers want to kill babies, which is not true. Like if you like Mackenzie just said, if you come and you're not sure if you want one, we will not give you one. Like, because it's not like we want this to happen. We want you to make the decision and we will not try it. Like, we don't try to sway you in any way, shape or form. If anything, we would err on the side of not providing an abortion because we want it's a decision that shouldn't be taken lightly. And if someone's not sure, then we're not going to provide it. We and we that's different than saying that people aren't going to be sad or not going to be mad or whatever feelings they're having or relieved or happy or whatever. Like, we understand that those feelings exist, but but being sad about a decision and being sure about a decision are two different things. You can be sad and be sure, and you can be sad and be unsure, and the second one is the only one that's not okay. Right. I think that, yeah, I think, like, what you're just saying is the key The key point. Uh, the abortion providers that I know and uh, have met, you know what they're passionate about? They're passionate about making sure that women have the right to choose what they want for their life. Yep. And that would be, you know, those pushing an abortion on someone and also feeling passionate about women having the right to choose their mutually exclusive. You know, you can't, mm-hmm. you can't have both. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Quick question. Um, yeah. Was there uh, I, I, so I was busy looking things up and it's I, okay. um, was there a number of weeks gestation component to oh. this again? Yes. So 22 postmenstrual, 20, okay. 20 post fertilization. So I was looking up numbers on how many, abortions take place uh after 21 weeks 1.3 percent 16 to 23.8 percent seems like a relatively low number of people would be affected by this but one of the things i always like to think about is sort of edge cases yeah you know i like to think about edge cases because sometimes those are the most important reasons to do something Mm -hmm. yes well and those i mean those most of those cases are for fetal anomalies yeah those are people who had their 20 week scans something catastrophic Mm -hmm. is wrong right Right. Mm -hmm. and it's sad that that's who this would impact in in that sense of the law right right? because most of you know those people don't want abortions either right right but they don't want to you know, like, it's just, it's a terrible situation. <clears throat> right. And this laws like this would put them in an even worse situation. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was surprised. Two-thirds of abortions take place within the first eight weeks. Yep. Yep. So I did not, I did not know that. Yeah. And which, which is like, I mean, in a way good because those are less complicated too. So it's like the, the least risky yeah. time to have an abortion but not everyone knows that soon that they're pregnant and they should be able to receive receive one if they yeah. want to i would also make at this time like to make a plug for physicians being able to have control over how they counsel in a mo- in the most medically accurate way because <laughs> there are a lot of states out there who have passed law and some people won't know this but have passed laws of what physicians need to say when they counsel on abortion care however it's kind of disgusting it some is, of the oh, things that they gross. have to say yeah. in yeah however a lot of the, a lot of this is false yeah. they will mm-hmm. mandate doctors tell women false things yeah. about abortion care um or risk of going to jail and it's and this is why you know legislation legislators should not you know be allowed be allowed to step in in that way because i don't understand how somebody could practice in 
such states? Oh, well, uh, we're very close to some. Um, no, so like in these yeah. states, you're legally required Wisconsin to lie to your one. patient. In Indiana is too. You're legally required to lie to your patient about yeah. their medical care, which is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. How mm-hmm. is that okay? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like in Florida, you can't ask, pediatricians can't ask. About, it's about, about guns. guns in the, yeah. in the home. They're not allowed to oh ask God. it. That's absurd. Okay. Well, different issue, but that's absurd. Yeah, a yeah. Different, <laughs> totally different issue, but... Oh They're part and parcel, though, because of the politic- politicization yeah. of yeah. medical <clears throat> care. Yeah. Abortion, like receiving an abortion, like, for instance, they'll say that women, they'll be forced to say that women will become infertile yeah. or that there's a risk of dying. And, of course, or there's, like, a risk... Or breast cancer. Or an increased yes, risk breast of breast cancer, cancer thing. Ugh. Yeah. But, like, for instance... Um, and abor- receiving an abortion is less risky than actually going through, like, having a birth. A, a pregnancy, yeah. Yeah, pregnancy. Yeah. Um, well, so this is, like, not necessarily lying. It's just the government telling you what you should think. But in Indiana, they're required to tell the patient that the state believes that life begins at conception. Yeah. And so, like... Multiple states have that. Yeah. So, like, I'm sorry, but you can't tell me, like, when I believe that. Like, it's <laughs> not yeah. okay. Yeah. But it's hard to because like, you know, us, we're like educate, you know, strong willed people who are like, you can't tell me what to think. Right. But uh, they're like, you know, there are definitely people out there who are going to be like, is that real? You know, Mm -hmm. and it's not because, you know, not because there's anything wrong with them, but it's just because they're listening, you know, they're listening to an expert talk about it and they're taking their word for it. Yeah. Or the whole like your fetus feels pain thing, which I don't really like super want to get into right now, but I just... It's a very, because it's complicated. It's not a yes or no thing. It's like not the same way that we feel pain. And so therefore, like, what does it actually mean? It's like this very detailed, in-depth discussion. And so we should not be telling patients one way or the other if we're not willing to have this like super in-depth discussion about it. Right. Mm -hmm. Anyway, this is also like, I want to point out, even though like, I feel like most people who listen to this will understand this, but like, we are not saying that everyone should go get an abortion. We are saying that if you want to have a baby, you should have a baby. But if you don't want to have a baby, you should have any means necessary to prevent that from happening. We don't feel that any woman should be forced to remain pregnant right. if she doesn't want to. I guess that's the best way yes, to word exactly. things. Because guess what? Women are not a vessel for other people. It's not our jobs. Yeah. Unless you want to. Yep. Then you can. But um, I would also like to point out that as we say on this podcast all the time, and also as my brother said, as I was talking about him, talking to him about this the other day, that no matter where you stand on abortions, the one way that's been shown to reduce the number of abortions is to provide more birth control. So let's just like think about that for a second and the fact that Medicaid is getting cut all over and that we're mm-hmm. cutting funding for like pretty much every form of birth control. So, right. yep. It was interesting. I mean, as long as we're talking about this kind of portion of it. I was recently watching an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, which think yeah. what you will of me <laughs> fit, fit for right that. Yeah. Yeah, um, I was just watching Dopey. I just Tardy's you know before you, Bravo, <laughs> before, I got here, so. before you go on, we are living. Do, do you realize we're living in the in a second golden age of television? Right, there's yes. so much good stuff on nope. television these days. Indeed, and yet. <laughs> we're wasting the, it the kardashians i and mean the you know sometimes moms. you just need that mindless entertainment okay. and the nice yeah. thing about it you don't need to pay attention to it you know like right. you can exactly. watch it and you can yep. go totally to other things background and, noise. Yeah. yeah fair yes. enough 
Sorry. But anyway, my point was that they actually had this pretty great episode where, you know, Kim and Courtney were like, oh, we know nothing about Planned Parenthood and like what goes on here. We don't know where we stand on this and everything that they've been reading in the news about Planned Parenthood losing funding and some closing and yada yada. And they were like, we are not informed. We need to go to Planned Parenthood and be educated about all this. It's something I would encourage anyone to do. Um, But they ended up going to a Planned Parenthood near where they lived and um, got to talk to these great women and patients of Planned Parenthood. And it just got me thinking about everything that's been happening here with all of them closing and people not realizing that you know, they're protesting against abortions. And yes, if they're pro-life, they have every right to do so. But Planned Parenthood is not just about abortions. They mm. are about contraception. They are about support to women. And it's kind of just sad that it's it's turned into this closing yeah. of so many abortion or of so many clinics here in Iowa. Yeah. Which is also ironic because the ones that closed didn't provide abortions. Exactly. So it's like, you guys are just yeah. kind of stupid, but whatever. Yeah, so for the listeners, there are only two um, Planned Parenthood centers in Iowa that provide abortion care, and the four that have closed were not those There's two. Just like so. regular clinics. Yep. Uh, it also drives me nuts that, like, okay, so the name is Planned Parenthood, and, like, so basically people who are against Planned Parenthood are want unplanned parenthood, which just like cracks me up because it's like, I, why would you want people to be unplanned, have unplanned pregnancies? That just doesn't make sense to me. And it just drives me nuts. So I kind of just wanted to gear back towards waiting periods in general mm-hmm. because I mean, 72 hours is um, the largest or the most time for a waiting period that's required um there are four other states that have 72 hour waiting periods it's south dakota missouri oklahoma and north carolina i believe um but the other thing that people don't think about is that other waiting periods can be in effect as well there are like 28 states that have waiting periods in general Mm -hmm. some 24 hours some 48 and some 72 um, so do you guys have feelings on like a 24 hour waiting period versus a 72 or, you know, do you not think it matters? I think that it's like not up to the state to decide how long you need to wait. So like I totally, if someone came to me and I counseled them on an abortion and they're like, well, I want to think about it for a little bit. That's totally different than saying right. you absolutely have to think about it. But like most people, like we said earlier, have done like who know what they're getting into. They like know what they're coming for and they want it that day and they should be able to have that. Mm-hmm. But like if someone is wanting more time to think about it and wants to just be counseled, that's fine. They can take as much time as they want. Yeah. Right. And I think any waiting period does like like what we talked about earlier, disproportionately, yeah. you know, it's still the extra time yeah. of work, it's still the extra travel, the twenty four hours might as be se- might as well be seventy two hours. Right. Right. Yeah. It does this it accomplishes the same mm-hmm. Yeah. Hardship. Other than someone who's like on the edge of course of right. you know Oh, yeah, of dates. Dates. For, yeah. yeah. Well, and that brings up another issue, though, because we were talking before about how most abortions are completed before eight weeks gestation. Mm-hmm. However, oh, you know, yeah. in looking at research from places that have instituted these waiting periods, um, people don't think about the fact that, you know, Planned Parenthood or whatever other 
clinic that you're going to to receive this abortion care, they're not doing abortions every day of the week. Right. It's not like oh. 24 hour waiting sure, period. Yeah. Oh, go in on Monday, yeah. get the counseling. And then 24 hours later, you get the procedure. It, it doesn't right. work like mm-hmm. that. Most places are only doing the actual procedures once or twice a week yeah. at most. Yeah. So mm-hmm. in looking at, you know, some of the studies that have been conducted, granted, I should say that all the literature on this is it's been looked into by OBGYNs and family planning specialists. Mm-hmm. So um, there's that caveat. However, most women are not getting the abortion care then even the next week. It's usually like two right. weeks later or so for a 24, 48 hour or 72 hour waiting period. Mm-hmm. And then there are some women that, you know, might have been at that eight week mark, but then... Yeah. aren't yeah. are now in their second trimester and getting yeah. a second trimester abortion yeah and the reason that's important which we haven't said yet is that so under a certain under like uh 15 no less than that under a certain amount of weeks you can do a medication abortion so you take the abortion pill and you can like have your abortion at home I, I thought it was like 13. At, well, above I mean, 10. I know the, it depends on the facility. Oh, maybe above the, 10, the effectiveness goes oh, down. Oh, yeah. But okay, so basically, like the effectiveness goes down the more weeks you are above 10 weeks. So the reason it's important is that that is typically, typically safer than a procedural abortion. And so um, that's why it matters. So this is why the waiting period matters is that if you want to have a medication abortion and you come in and you're like, nine and five and you have to wait three days then all of a sudden your efficacy goes down for the medication abortion and you might have to have a surgical abortion or you might feel more comfortable choosing a surgical abortion even though that's not what you wanted and so this is why all these numbers are important it's because of that and um i've heard a lot of people talk about abortions and like really hedge um what they have to say so like they'll be like oh well you know like abortion's okay and like rape and incest cases or oh abortion's okay if um they're like you know because like the condom broke or you know like as like a backup you know like because of whatever blah 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 like they try to or like abortion's okay and like lethal fetal anomalies or like the health of the mother or whatever but it's like abortion should be oh like should be someone's choice no matter what like even if you already like because a lot of people don't realize that people a lot of people who have abortions already have kids and it's because they either want to time their kids more spaced out or they aren't ready in their lives for another kid or whatever. And that's that's their deal. Like, we should not tell them that they should not be able to do that. Like, they're so I was actually so Willie Parker is a he's a actually a Iowa alumna alumnus and um he I was he got an alumni award this year and I was talking to him at the dinner and he was talking about that and he's like people say you know like give all these caveats to abortion care but he's like women should have to women should be able to have an abortion because women are the one who who can get pregnant it's like women should be able to choose that they want an abortion with no caveats because they should be able to because they shouldn't be forced to be pregnant period and that's the only reason so like and it really did like make me think more about like all the caveats we put on an abortion and how we shouldn't because it I don't like who am I to tell you like what you can and can't handle in your life like you should be able to become pregnant or not pregnant when you want I have 10 weeks for medication yeah mm-hmm. yeah
thanks for coming on and yeah. talking about this very important issue. We enjoyed having you. This was so much fun, Come guys. Back we again. encourage our, all our listeners to pay attention to any sort of new abortion laws being passed in their area. Yeah. Call their legislators and, yeah. And we'll uh, try to keep you updated about what's going on here. Um, and maybe someday if Cor- when Corbin and I move away, um, we'll keep you, we'll update you on the laws wherever we end up. Is there a way for you guys to like podcast with each other across yeah. states? Mm-hmm. See, that would be awesome. That's the plan. That's the plan. That'd be sweet. Yep. Don't worry. This will keep going even after graduation. Forever. Well, yeah. Hopefully forever. <laughs> I mean, until one of us starts hating the other one. <laughs> no, you never know. <laughs> Best friends turn on each other. Know, you never oh, know. That's that's terrible. I know. Um, but yeah. Anything else? Just checking her emails. Oh, um, I remember what we had to say at the end of this. So we're gonna be doing a book club uh, again. Um, We're gonna read Hunger by Roxanne Gay, and then we're gonna talk about it. So if you haven't had a chance, start looking at that. Um, I'm not sure what episode that will be exactly, uh, but yeah, it's gonna happen. It'll be a few weeks. Get ready. Yeah. I don't know. Let's not put a number on it, Dave. All right. Never know. (laughs) We don't know what's happening. Uh, yeah. But anyway, um. So, Corbin, do you have something else you want to put in or? No, okay. I was just looking at our store. So that's oh. why I was. <laughs> oh. I was so just, definitely take a look at our store. I was just taking time before I did the ending stuff. For you. Right. The but. first two uh, designs I put up featured <laughs> featured Corbin and Katie as in their in their uterus guises. Mm-hmm. And they were both angry. Well, Corbin was skeptical. Corbin was skeptical. Katie was angry. As usual. Basically, yeah. Insistent on something. Yeah. yeah. I would like to so point out... So they made out, me put up two, two that were more smiley, more, would, more happy. I would like to point out that even though I yell a lot on this podcast, usually I have a smile on my face the whole time. You so. are very, you are a cheerful, cheerful, uh, angry person. I was just opinionated. So. Yeah. I feel like cheerleading, you are kind of like cheerfully angry because you're yelling at your team to do better, but you have to be happy. Right. Cheerleading taught me mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah. yeah, go check out the store. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that is the vagabondspodcast.blueberry.com. Blueberry is spelled B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. Um, and then uh, follow us on Insta at Vagabonds. And Twitter at the Vagabonds Pod. I think I got those backwards. Instagram is at the Vagabonds Pod. Twitter is yeah. at the Vagabonds. I did get it backwards. Email is the Vagabonds Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, As you can see, Mackenzie, we're really into keeping things simple. All the social medias. Well, you know, if people want to have took the freaking full names, <laughs> then we want to have this problem. Yeah, this is mm-hmm. your fault. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Instagram is kind of my fault, but. <laughs> oh yeah that's true but it's fine uh and then facebook we have a facebook group and a facebook page come talk to us it's awesome yeah if anyone has ideas also oh, yeah. about you know things that they want to hear talked yeah. about she's better at this Mackenzie's than better at I'm, this than yeah. us. I'm just saying like you know i might have ideas that i like want to yes. write yeah. down on the ideas. facebook group so yeah. i feel like um or if you like know someone cool who we should interview and you like have the hookups to get us to like interview them uh that'd be awesome too I was also just looking. I'm continuing to look at the store. Something I didn't realize is you put quotes on here. And what? I read Katie's quote and I just laughed. Is it all genitals, no sports? No, it says, Damn if it. you touch me inappropriately, I'm going to touch you inappropriately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, where you, that's, I that's I, why I started with yours. 
That's amazing. That was what I started with. Um, I like mine too. It's, I think you need a little, I think you need to do a little bit more self reflection. <laughs> That's such a Corbin phrase. <laughs> um, I guess we'll say she did, does research on hymens. And so there's a lot of misconceptions about hymens and like what virginity is. The concept of virginity is kind of in and of, of itself a very interesting concept. Like, what is a virgin? Virgin? Who is a virgin? Yeah. And, the fact that we ascribe, you know, value to virginity for some reason, a female virginity, I should say. And so she did some research, I guess, in the prevalent, still prevalent in some places in the world is quote unquote virginity testing. So examining the hymen of a woman to see if she's a virgin. And so she basically did some research about that and the fact, the, I guess, validity of that practice. And she published a paper, right? She did publish a paper. So we're going to talk to her about that and yeah. we'll learn all about it. Sound good? Yep. All right. Well, TTYL. Peace be with you. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Bye everyone. <laughs>